Hello, welcome to this Issue Engage podcast. I'm Simon. And I'm Jamie. And this week we have we are going back and doing our ninth anniversary episode. So we're revisiting our third teaser episode. So this one we are doing which series is best to be a Federation citizen redux. And we can't do it alone. So once again we're being joined by Vance. Hello. Glad to be back. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been about three years since we spoke to you about uh, Soft Record 9's 10th anniversary. Yeah. Before everything went crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but now things uh, are less crazy, kind of. So we thought it was a perfect time to bring you back on and talk for quite a lot of time about quite a few series. I'm all the more happy to come back and visit you guys anytime. Oh, thank you. So, yeah. like we say, things have got complicated since we last did it. Because when we <laughs> did it in 2014... Yeah. That's the word you want to use? <laughs> <laughs> That's an understatement. Yeah. We had a, total, a grand total of seven different eras. It's not that anymore. I can quite easily tell you it isn't anymore. Just just double it. It's, it's now yeah. 14. The way that I've kind of organised it, it's about 14... And as Vance kind of mentioned before we got going, you can kind of merge stuff into other stuff. And so this is the way I kind of feel like it's best to do it. But it's it's it, you can do it your own way. I, I, I don't know. But it's we're up to 14. Yeah. And obviously, you know, we realise that certain certain Trek eras are very close to each other. Like, say, Strange New Worlds and, like, TOS. You know, we are aware of that. And I think we, initially we did, I did kind of say, oh, so we should lump this together, lump this together. But you kind of brought up some very, very good points. And it's kind and of actually... So did went, Vance. So did Vance yeah. the same thing about kind of the whole issue of Deep Space Nine, Voyager and Next Gen, the whole kind of, that's complicated. Yeah. Yeah. Um we are gonna deal with discovery um we're gonna do it twice because we have before they time travel and after they time travel because you know, you got the before and you got the after and I think well they both deserve their own bits in the timeline where we basically just go, No, but we'll, we'll do that in time. Yeah, and we're obviously going in the order of the timeline of chronologically and um, Yeah, I, I had to do research for that. Yes. That yeah, was that interesting. So yeah, um, should we start where we started before, Jeremy? Yes, uh, with uh, obviously Enterprise. So that's twenty one fifty one, kind of twenty one fifty four, but kind of all the way up to like twenty one sixty one. So oh, I've, I've, we've gotten one thing to say: we're still using the same criteria as before. Yeah. The points of comparison are technological advances. The chance of survival and the feelings of security before yeah. i forget because well, and you kind of need to know that before we actually start doing it and obviously for most of these it will be it is in the guise of you being live as a federation citizen on earth now obviously with voyager we realize that's a bit tricky because well voyager was out in the delta quadrant so with that series at least we'll probably stretch the definition a little bit but yeah i think that's everything i think we have now room for everything because this was something yeah <laughs> Yeah. Work. Yes. <laughs> you did good side. You did very well. I'm impressed. Enterprise. Can we just say it's a flat no? <laughs> yeah, no. 
<laughs> I mean, there was a lot compared to what we have now. There's a lot more technological, technologically there, but it's it's a it's more of an age of discovery. Um, yeah, which kind of encompasses most of Star Trek up until we get to later. Because um, we're still in this one, we're learning about other species other than the Vulcans, hmm. um, and that not all of them are as peaceful as the Vulcans, even though uh, they weren't very pleasant in the beginning. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go with you. That's a that's a hard no. Yeah, I think for me, as much as I love Enterprise, it's said one of my favorite tricks. I've got to say no. I said. Technologically, well, they didn't have the ships didn't have shields, they just had hull plating. I, mean, I don't know what Earth's defenses were like during that time, but they probably weren't great. Well, well, no, because the Zindi probe just kind of wandered yeah. in there and <laughs> yeah, killed seven million people. You've got to bear in mind that effectively Starfleet is made up of not many ships. It's probably under 20, and most of them are based around uh, the solar system. Mm-hmm. So there's not much protection in that way. So feelings of security are pretty low, and they get lower yeah. after Zindi attack. Mm-hmm. Chances of survival. Um, as long as you don't leave the planet and you weren't in Florida, they were pretty high. Yeah. <laughs> and as Jamie said, the technical advance to this. So me and Jamie re- recently re-listened to this episode because I think, in fact, I've actually listened to it back twice, but never mind. Um, like technical advances. You know, I'm very well known on record, and at least Jamie now knows what I mean. Mm-hmm. The NX-01 is a bit of a biscuit tin, and if that's something to be the most advanced ship, that's not a great place to be. No. No. And as, as Jamie said, you got what was it um hole placing you haven't got yeah. shields phase cannons that can not really do much <laughs> pretty, pretty not easy. even against the klingons yeah unless you, you overload them then they don't then they do some damage yeah plus obviously you've got the big threat from the romulans as well particularly with the romulan war too so that's that you know that's not really great either plus, and the romulans at that time were more much you say more technologically advanced because I think they had like warp seven, didn't they, on their ships? Um, whereas we so, can only reach warp five, so yeah. So we're taking a long road and saying no. No. <laughs> um. So yeah. new to the edition, we now have Discovery. Uh, seasons one and two. This is where we get into the kind of before. Yeah. Part so before, of Discovery. Yeah, so obviously Alpha Quadrant to 22, okay, 2256 to 58. Yeah. So jumping about 100 years ahead. <laughs> a lot can change, a lot has changed in that. Um, no, it's about two years afterwards, Jamie. Is it two? No, from Enterprise, no, I mean. 2161, yeah. that's for... um. 102 years. Yeah, 100, that's what I mean, yeah, 100 years, yeah. That's what, yeah. Because Enterprise ended basically in 2154 slash 2161, because that's when they formed the Federation. So that's 
Yeah, that's 100 years. Yeah, 100 years, yeah. Did I say that or did I say two years? I think Simon was trying to say two years. Uh, I, I don't know. I'm confused. <laughs> I'm confused. 100 years is 100 years. But yeah, uh, obviously, things obviously more technolo- technologically more advanced. So medical, obviously, ships as well. We see some major advances in medicine in that hundred years because yeah we don't have a doctor flocks using leeches and alien bugs for medicine all that was cool but yeah oh yeah that's that's not for me <laughs> no well no no I don't, I, I, unless it was like a kind of like an emergency like these leeches were saving life kind of thing then i i wouldn't uh well i mean yeah the leeches it. are saving lives but you, you yeah Oh, oh Simon. Simon's just dropped out. Oh, Simon's just dropped out. Uh, oh dear. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, we lost Simon. No. Oh, oh he's, back on, he's back on again. Yeah. Yay. Hello, Si. Hi. Hello. Y- usual oh. problems. Internet dropped. Oh, is that dropped what out. it was? Because we thought you, you we lost you a little bit before that. You got quiet there for a couple minutes after we were discussing that it's a hundred years, not two years. <laughs> yeah, I think that's probably when Simon Simon dropped off. You right, mate? Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah. So me and Vance were just saying about uh, getting to discovery era. So obviously you got obviously um, but you know that uh, better medical kind of uh, facilities and obviously technologically more advanced with ships and stuff. Um, but I would say, I'd say no. I think again because you've got obviously. I think you said to me side before we started, you have got the Klingons, haven't you? You've got yeah, the Klingon you, war. you got the whole Klingon war aspect of it. I think, yeah. as I said to Jamie before, it is get a bit quirky with the timeline as well because you do have holograms and all this sort of tech that you don't have in the original series, so it gets a bit quirky. Hmm. Um, and then, as I've said previously, sizing issues. But, yeah, it's a kind of blatant no for me as well, because it's kind of... And the other thing as well, actually, because I know we're saying about more technologically advanced, but that doesn't necessarily mean always be a good thing. Look at season two of Discovery. Look what happened with that. Control. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> but, yeah, I, I, for me, I don't think... I'd feel personally that safe because particularly, particularly you said you're living on Earth. You know you're going to be the threat of the Klingons is going to be constantly hanging over you. I'd imagine the Earth's defenses obviously were probably much improved from obviously Enterprise. So I think maybe Didn't they I'd... take over Earth space dock. What the Klingons? Yeah. Uh, I vaguely remember space dock think... taken over, but I don't think it was by the Klingons. Or was that by control? I think that was by control. Well, either way, you're not going to feel very safe, are you? If they've taken, if, some, if, if, if an enemy force has taken over uh, space dock. So, if, again, feeling safe, at least with that aspect of it, probably not. Be, I think it would be higher than Enterprise, but I don't think it would be all that great. I mean, I've, I know I'd certainly feel very quite insecure. So you've got that, and you've obviously got the threat of the Klingons as well. So it's... Yeah, and the discovery was kind of the sparking point for the war with the Klingons. Mm. Or at least that's how I kind of viewed it. No, I, I agree with you on that, Vance. I think that's right. What about you, Sai? It's a sharp no, isn't it? Because it's yeah. a bit like, again, whenever you hear the words war, it's a kind <laughs> of, 
No, no, thank you. I'm quite happy to give this a hard mess. <laughs> yeah, most people don't want to live in an era where there's war. Unfortunately, probably every era of Star Trek, most of them have probably had something. Some, but then again, it's a difference between kind of an all-out war, I suppose, and kind of a threat of war, isn't there, really? And it's um, mostly all the new stuff as well. As I spoke to Jamie earlier about this, I pretty much said to him, it's a blatant no for most of the new stuff. Like, mm. you're pretty much left with what we said last time around of kind of things where you go, yeah, actually, that's pretty safe. I'll stay there. Mm. So, yeah, Discovery Seasons 1 and 2, no. No, no, no. no. Again, no. You can keep that. Yeah, I feel, I, feel, I feel probably a bit more safer than Enterprise, but it's not enough for me to go, yeah, I definitely would want to live in this era as a citizen. <laughs> So, yeah, I think I need to move further down the timeline to feel safe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's going to be the case for all three of us, I think. Uh, um, next one. Strange New World. Now, this one, again, this one's an ongoing series, so we're kind of see where it goes, but. One season on this one so far. Yeah. Mm. Um, It's a pretty good choice actually i kind of think there is one big mitigating problem where you go uh, maybe not so be such a good choice but beyond that i can't really see a problem with it yeah i I also think i think also what kind of um i think probably what kind of helps with our choices is how we also feel about the character of that particular series i mean don't get me wrong we know each characters they're up there like starfleet officers and they're all very capable but it's kind of how we kind of feel about them, I suppose, as will probably also partly make helps helps just us decide whether we would or not. Strangely, uh, was I would agree with you, so I would feel definitely more safer. Obviously, yes, there is the mitigating thing of as the Gorn, obviously, yes. But for, I mean, well, though the one thing on this though is this takes place. Well, right there as the Enterprise is coming into service, isn't it? Uh, so I think it's I think it's been in service for a while because obviously Strange New Worlds is after one and two of Disco, so it'd be twenty two sixty, I think, wouldn't it? So si? is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but- they, were, they said that uh, the ship was in. Space dock or Enterprise was in space dock when it was for a while, wasn't it? I think, yeah, yeah, during season two, I believe it was in space dock. Yeah, so I would feel, and for what little we know about the Gorn, I mean, there were never, as far as we know, there were never any direct threats to Earth from the Gorn anyway. So, well, actually, we're very adamant that there were specific planets that were theirs, hmm. and Anybody who intruded on those worlds is where they had issues. Yeah, not actually Earth directly. So I, so yeah, there is that existence of the golden threat. But as a citizen of Earth, I, I would actually feel very, very safe. And I think you'd hear splatterings of reports of oh, this this convoy's been attacked by the Gorn. But beyond that, I don't think you'd actually kind of sit there and go, oh god. Yeah. And like, what's the other worst nasty in this? What pirates? Yeah. Yeah, Noskins. I think this is where they've timeline wise, this is the first time we would have seen the Noskins. Well, I'm thinking more Rangel and her cronies. Oh yes, yeah. But uh yeah, I 
I would. And, well, I should say hurt uh, their cronies. I should say. I think I've got that wrong. Yeah. Hurt their cronies. So you know, and obviously, I definitely feel safe knowing that Captain Pike and the rest of the crew are kind of you know traveling around and kind of exploring and like, keeping us all safe. So I would say you said SNW definite definite possibility on that one. Yeah, I can see that one being a good possibility. Yeah, and obviously again, you know, va- you know, medical advances and defense has been pretty good for that era as well. It's only a few years after discovery, so you've got quite a strong Starfleet fleet. You've got quite a good chance of survival, and I think with having a strong fleet, your sense of security is going to pretty going to be pretty high. It's just going to be very unlucky if you come across a, a Gorn coming for you. Mm. yeah but as long as and this kind of comes back to as long as you stay out of where they perceive to be their territory they're not really that much of a threat no i mean yeah exactly i mean kind of because i think you know unlike certain other species they kind of they want to expand their territories and stuff and go well, actually you know we need to expand so we're going to conquer this planet and this planet they said the gun think differently. As long as you stay out of their their way, you kind of they're not going to directly go out and I said take Earth for example. So yeah, I, I think SNW. I say probably out of the kind of the new check is probably one, of the, if not the best one, one of the better ones. <laughs> so, yeah. Um. So I think we're probably all in agreement on that one, aren't we? Yeah, that would be a good a good spot to settle down for feeling safe. And there's a lot of a lot of the technology that they introduced from one and two discovery and enterprise or at the end of enterprise is they're comfortable with like the teleporters mm. and um what's that other one uh the shields yeah yeah, yeah shields and obviously yeah transports you would be a lot more comfortable using as well particularly you know obviously in an emergency situation on earth of well, yeah, where else during the Enterprise era? Well, I, I assume there was probably, there might have been a transporter on Earth. I get, I'm assuming it maybe would have been something like that, but I don't think citizens would have felt very safe using them. Because <laughs> I think with Enterprise, so I was there, they only used the transporters unless they absolutely have to, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. I think it's much more standardised by this era. Yeah, definitely. Um, Are we moving on? Yeah, I've said all I've wanted to say for yeah. that. So, this is where we have to do a bit of an update, because previously when we did this, we had, we did the Coven Timeline films, but at that point, we're only up to Into Darkness. Yeah, so now we've so, got obviously Beyond as well, so we can talk about all three. Yeah, um, I'm, not, I'm not sure how I feel about it. In some ways I would, but in some other ways I wouldn't. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah, I, I think I'm of a similar mind if you, Simon. I'm, a, I'm a bit conflicted about the Kelvin timeline because, again, you've got the kind of same, you know, good advances and all that kind of stuff, but then you've got like, but then, <laughs> and you've got instances where Enterprise just keeps crashing all the time, particularly <laughs> into darkness. It's just like. Well, you know, and in beyond, so it's just kind of like it's great. Oh, another starship's coming, coming, up, coming to crash here on Earth. Wee. So you know, but 
What about you, Vance? Uh, I'm kind of conflicted with the... Well, I keep wanting to call it JJ verse, but uh, the Kelvin timeline. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you can call it JJ verse if you want, we don't mind. Okay, well, because uh, it, it starts off in our regular timeline, and then there's a divergence where they with the red matter, which there, in Picard, and I seen this earlier today, there was no mention of Spock trying to save Romulus with the red matter. None. It's like they're not even going to acknowledge that took place. Uh, but this is where we get our divergence into two different timelines. And I don't really, I don't, I don't really like the, I don't really like how it turned out. <laughs> so for you, so for you, it's probably, probably a no then, I guess for you then? Yeah, it's going to be a no for me. What about, what about you, Si? Well, because it's got the similar kind of technological advances that the original series had, just a bit modern. So chances are kind of mixed because obviously you've got Narada knocking out Vulcan. You've got a giant chunk out of San Francisco Bay where they did a bit of coring. And then San Francisco got completely obliterated by the vengeance falling down. Yeah. And there was a that threat to um, Yorktown Station, wasn't there? Yeah, there was, yeah. So it's a bit tricky, but if you're not near, near those things, you're good to go. Yeah. But how much would that be broadcast? How much news would be about that? I think there'd be uh, quite a lot. Yeah, particularly crashing in San Francisco. Yeah, I've, I've, I'd imagine it would be. So I, I don't think I'd mind living in that era. Like, I don't think I'd mind it. I, again, I think I'd feel probably a bit more safe than I would with a said with like say like Disco or Enterprise. But it's not one of it wouldn't be like one of the top top ones I'd pick. But I wouldn't mind, I suppose. I'm kind of sort of said kind of in the middle about it. So I wouldn't say I wouldn't say no, but I wouldn't say yes. I'd say I wouldn't mind, but you know. I think I'm more on the probably not. Yeah. Probably not. I want to stick to my nice comfy prime timeline. <laughs> Fair enough. Again, I I, I I I might do, but I I don't. It wouldn't be. It's not a definite yes, but it's not a no. So yeah, I, I can see myself maybe, but I think there's definitely there are there are more safer timelines. I think to kind of live in so the uh, next one per se oh what's the next one the original, original series and animated series oh yes uh bit of a new addition because last time we completely discounted the animated series but we thought you know what it's it's now beginning to be looked fondly upon so we're going to add it in there and it won't make much difference to the original series so we're going to put them all together. Because why not? Yeah, uh, TOS and TIS, I would say yes. I, I, mean, think I would be comfortable with it because there's, to my memory, there's no actual wars going on, just the yeah. conflict. And it's a grand age for exploration. 
Yeah, I think I think actually uh, the, the 150 Years Federation book could describe it as a golden age of exploration and discovery. So uh, again, it said again, sort of medical and technological advances are still very solid. Uh, there's at least during Kirk's time, there's no big threats to Earth that we're aware of, or we wouldn't be aware of it anyway. And if there was something, I was well, the Organians see to it, we're the Klingon War. Yeah. Which is kind of the biggest one out there. And again, the Gorm probably aren't nearly as much of a threat as they are as Strange New Worlds. Mm. So you've kind of eliminated that as well. So I could definitely I could definitely see myself in the original series, yeah. Well, last time around we did this, it was Phil's choice. It was, yes. So it's in good stead if we do end up choosing this later on. Yeah. It's not really much to say about that one, is there? Really, it's just kind of yes. Oh yeah, because yeah, it's it it's, is kind of it's it, solid as far as you know the technology and the security. Like I said, there's an occasional skirmish that we know of, yeah. but there's no actual major conflicts. Yeah. Plus, you've got McCoy with a hyperspray as well, <laughs> always on hand. <laughs> Because you know why not? So um, yeah, so I think we're saying I think for all three of us, I think that's probably a yes on that, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, should we go to next one? The original series films. Hmm. I would also say yes. Yeah, yeah. It's not taking place too much further after. Well, I mean it is because Kirk's an admiral now, but it doesn't. It's not so far out that you know we're, we're off into a new new timeline or a new generation of timelines. Um, so I think it'd, be, it'd still be okay, except for I don't know. Let's see here. One of them we had Viger. Yeah, that, that's probably the biggest threat that yeah you can know from cause... motion picture. Yeah, but I think uh, I said whales. Well, no. Uh... <laughs> yeah, the whales were. I mean. There was a threat because I'm pretty certain that those whales were going to blow up the planet um, if they didn't get a response. But other than those two, I don't think that there is. I mean, there was a threat of war in one of them. Um, I suppose that would be the, uh, the assassination of Chancellor Gorkin. I think that's who it was. I remember, yeah, yeah it was a Klingon Gore, uh, Chancellor, but the Federation was being set up by enemies of Gorkon's house. That's right, yeah. But obviously if that hadn't panned out, well we would have had to said continue board the Klingons. But yeah, I was in those car parks. Yeah. <laughs> and we have George and Grace on the line. We're good to go. They're good. They're fine. We can go. <laughs> yeah, so I think uh I think TOS films again I think it's safe to say we would probably say yes to that then. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, again in thirty years on as well, particularly with Kirk and crew, you've got they've got a lot more experience under their belts as well. So I'd again I'd feel so quite feel quite safe there flying. I was like, well actually you know, these guys have been going doing this now for like thirty years, twenty or thirty years. So I think they know I think they you know they know what they're doing. So yeah, absolutely. I I could definitely see myself living in the TOS film era. So, um, on to your favourite, Sire. Yeah, 
I didn't choose it last time. You did. I did. Well, Next generation. We couldn't pick, or more than one of us couldn't pick one time, right? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> that we all couldn't pick the same one. Okay. <laughs> uh, so TNG. Uh, You're mostly okay, apart from the threat of being assimilated, really, isn't it? I think that's my biggest thing, yeah, the Borg. That would be... Yeah, I think that was the only real, other than Q, which he was more of a nuisance than... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, than a threat, yeah. Uh, um, I mean, I know you, you you did have a little bit maybe from the Romulans cropping up again, but again... That was still a Cold War. That was more of a, as you say, so it's more of a Cold War than anything else. So, I could definitely see myself, yeah, I would say probably yes. I mean, the only, the only big, big thing, I guess, that would be the Borg. Um, I particularly considered we effectively when they're in Canada, we didn't know they didn't have a defence against them. Um, but I mean, you know, and obviously you'd have all three, five, nine. But I think you said back in the day, side we wouldn't have known everything, would we? No, because again, that that doesn't get released until later on, really. So we wouldn't have known about everything if we were living on Earth at the time. Obviously, you know they. You know, they would have they would have I think sensed. there would have been a sense of hearsay because yeah. you have lost 40,000 people and they don't just vanish overnight. So you would get a bit of hearsay. It's just kind of the enterprise has been damaged. Forty ships have been lost. Yeah. So there will be murmuring, but I don't think. Yeah. So this actually brings into a question. How do they inform the next of kin in those situations of why they're why suddenly we have an influx of deaths in the fleet i think you go for the world war one approach of just kind of don't tell them anything yeah they died in the line of duty but mm. if on i'm pretty certain some of those ships some of those families were friends uh before they joined starfleet so if they have two colleagues or two friends on the same ship and they both go what mission their their families are probably going to start asking questions what mission were they on that caused both of their deaths because you know maybe they were engineers and not the red shirts that proverbially always died (laughs) (laughs) yeah i i said i think i feel pretty safe again things are more technologically advanced and medically as well said 100 years on from tos so it i definitely probably would feel more safer on earth as well um so I, I could see myself living in the tng era as well i could as well i mean there's the fleet's going to be significantly larger well it was significantly larger uh until warp 359 uh so there was plenty of security as far as incoming threats to prevent it from making it to earth um and yeah there's lots we've advanced significantly further than where we were in the original series medically and technologically because now nobody's even scared of using transporters not um and hyposprays are just click a few buttons on the console you get your compound to fix your ailment you're good to go yeah so what about you so would you say yes as well 
I think, yeah, SA just minus the threat of assimilation. Yeah, you're pretty much all right, really, because I don't think Romulans are kind of, they're still stuck doing well, they're, their own thing. The Klingons, well, the Klingons have all that's, yeah, they're still stuck within their own system trying to sort things out there. But in terms of Earth, no, it's a kind of phrase from Deep Space Nine, it's a bit of a paradise. Um, Should we move on to the next one, then? Yes. No. <laughs> As much as it pains me to admit it, because the DS9 is my favourite track, I'm going to have to say definitely no to this one. And that's and that's whether you're living on Earth or even if you're stuck, if you're like a Federation citizen living on the station itself. It's just no. Yeah, there's way too much going on. Way too many threats. I mean, again, you know. <laughs> and these threats do make it to Earth. Yes. Yeah, changes. Uh, well, the changes. Change the brain. Mm. I mean, well, that's the thing. Even in um, season four, that just like was it one changeling? But look at how much devastation and paranoia that caused. Yeah. So even just the fear of it is enough to kind of send Earth into a complete tailspin. And obviously, yeah, said cause of threat from Dominion as well, whether to Earth or to D- and particularly DS9. No, thank you. I mean, the amount of lives lost as well, and it said the entire Alpha Quadrant was under threat, and obviously. You've got to think of season six at a point where the Dominion have taken over Deerstein and they they were winning the war. I mean, that's a scary fault. They yeah, were actually, you know, and OK, again, you wouldn't have heard everything as a Federation citizen. Like, because I think did they say, uh, I think was it Bashir or whoever it was said, oh, yeah, if we don't start winning soon, it's like a matter of months before we're going to have to surrender. So. I don't know if we would have heard anything like that as a Federation citizen. Probably not. They wouldn't have said that, you know, obviously, because obviously they would have said like big fear and Did stuff. But Jake stay behind when the station got taken over to report what was going on. Yes, he did. But um, Wei Yun was, I think, uh, uh, at a certain point, he was stopping him. He was stopping it from uh, going through, wasn't he? So oh, okay, so he was stopping the transmissions. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, uh, but yeah, DS Nine. Again, again, it's the same as TNG, advanced era, probably good defences, but against the changelings, well, we saw what happened, and yeah, it's just, unfortunately, that's going to be a no. Yeah, I'm not going to feel safe here in this time frame either. No, again, it pays me to admit it, but it, the evidence is overwhelming, so I can't say, I can't say really otherwise, so yeah, it's no. I mean, we do see some technological advances here in the integration of multiple competing species technology being used by one group which yeah. we've seen before mm. but there there's a lack of security here which is you guys mentioned you know we've got the changelings we've got you know one changeling i thought there were more than one but there's at least one changeling on earth that we knew of uh, the brain attacked the planet and we couldn't stop the brain either mm. that was scary yeah um, and so, not to mention, and you know, not to mention, obviously, at least before the end, all the Cardassian, the Cardassians as well, because they sided with the Dominion, so that made it even more of a threat as well. Yeah. So yeah, definite no to that. <laughs> there's no security there. There's plenty of technological advancement, but no security. Yeah. I'm not comfortable here. No, no. Chances of so chances of survival, I'd say, are very, very low. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, next. 
Yeah, let's stretch the definition. Yes. Because <laughs> obviously Voyage is in the Delta Quadrant. So uh, what is it we said last time? So how did we... How did we uh, yeah, I re-listened it? to it. When Neelix or Kess. Yeah. Because, you know, the two people you want to be. And I did think about this when I listened to it, I think, yesterday. Technically, you could probably even argue seven of nine. Technically. Mm, yeah. So if you're one of those kind of characters that comes on board as a, as a passenger, but you actually do end up fulfilling a role for the crew, say like Neelix, for example. Um, no. Uh, I mean, they, there was quite a few crew members lost during this excursion. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not feeling too safe. And, you know, I'm, as much as I like Neelix, I don't want to eat his food. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. No, again, as you say, cut off from everything else as well. It's going to be a real challenge. I mean, if you're going from the perspective of Neelix and you know the Delta Quadrant quite well. We then... didn't know. Yeah, we didn't know. And there came a point where yeah. Neelix admitted, once we cross this point, I don't know anything. Yeah, so I'd say probably no. You don't know as you don't know much, if anything, at all about Delta Quadrant anyway. As I said, you're living in, even though they had like endless amount of shuttles and God knows what else. But you're always running out of fear, running out of power, running out of food, all that kind of stuff. So like every day is just a constant struggle to survive. So I yeah, I I'd have to say no on that one. Well you got the you got the Krenim, you've got the Kazon, you've got the Zin, uh, the uh, no, not Zindi, um, the Borg, the Borg, species the Dians, the Dians, yes, or the Undine yeah. as they're called, yeah, yeah the species like four seven two, yeah. So you got, yeah, so that's gonna be a no, I think. It's just don't forget those Lurgies. and the Lurgies, yes, those right. Lurgies in a cave. You don't want them either. So. Yeah. <laughs> and in some ways, it's probably one of the worst of ones, because, I mean, at least we say it like TNG and DS9. Yeah, you've got threats and stuff, but at least you're somewhere where, you're, where you know, it, it's familiar to you. We've even got back up, yeah. So, yeah, whereas this is like, no. <laughs> so, <laughs> in some ways, I think Vaughn just probably, <laughs> in some ways, Vaughn, in that respect, maybe Vaughn just like the worst one in, some, in that way, maybe. Uh Anything more we want to say about that? Uh, other than no, I, I don't want to be there. Uh, no, I, that's we, similar to Vance. I don't want to be in a ship with Voy of uh, Janeway. <laughs> Fair uh, enough. Um, <laughs> TNG films. This is a possibility. Yeah, uh, yeah, I suppose. Um, uh, I might, I'd consider it. Don't know why I'd want to. I mean, we still have one with the board, which take us back to before Enterprise. But you're not uh, going to know about it. Yeah, as a citizen, you're not going to know. No, so I tend to, yeah, I suppose, yeah, maybe. Um, I mean, I said, the services, you're not really going to know. Insurrection, well, it was just it takes tobacco. away in the bio pack. Yes. Yes. So there's nothing really there. Um Generations again happens far away and doesn't matter. No. So the only, the only other threat you really have 
is uh, the Scimitar coming to blow the entire planet up. But again, that doesn't even happen. Yeah, so I say tier two films. Yeah, probably. Uh, again, it wouldn't be. I mean, I, I, I just it's not really it's not really enough there to we really that we really know of. But I, yeah, I'd say probably. I went for it last time. So. Oh, you I, did, I, didn't you? I just think actually, when you think about it, you're actually in a really good place because. Federation's a bit beefed up because of the Dominion War, because of the Borg, so you've got a really good fleet, it's got a really good defensive line, chances of survival are pretty high, and you've got high level security, so you're going to sit at home on the Earth going, yeah, it's pretty sweet. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's, I could be comfortable there, I mean, you don't really, I don't think we had any advancement from next-gen in technology, but other than weapons and those particular weapons don't really give us any extra regular technological advances. So, but it's still going to be a secure place to be as far as we are aware if we're on earth. So I think we're probably saying probably all yes for that one, I think, isn't it? Uh-huh. Uh, next one. Back into new stuff. So now, now on to lower decks. Yeah, so that'd be 2380. Um, I'm kind of leaning towards a no, because this crew gets in all kinds of trouble. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and everywhere they go, they bring that trouble with them, which is kind of scary. Yeah, uh, I, I think I'd have to agree with that, to be honest with you. I'll so probably... it's damn packlets, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it's the packlets. Sometimes it's just the crew trying to do what they think is right. <laughs> Yeah, so they're the they're, they're the threat. Yeah, they are. So I'm I'm probably going to lean towards towards no, I think on that one. Uh, again, not not the it's not the worst one that we've uh, the worst era to live in. I think out of some of the others, but uh, it's not one I'd go. Yeah, I want to live in this one. So probably going to be yeah. I think that's a no for me as well. Are, are you the yeah. same? Go on, sorry. But you say that, but yeah, you're not going to be aware of the packlet threat unless you're a member of Starfleet but if you're sat on Earth you're not really going to know about it you might hear about the occasional missions mm. I it's think only that's... slightly off what happened in next gen mm. or one of the other series so in some ways I, it kind of is and I think it'd be kind of maybe fun because I, I don't know whether we consider being a cartoon different or not or whether we just consider it in a real life sense or what I, I was thinking of it in terms of a cartoon I suppose really I didn't actually take into consideration it was a cartoon I was just looking at this everywhere this crew has gone there's been a problem <laughs> <laughs> I don't want them on earth <laughs> don't they really, it's been a hundred parsecs of me go away go yeah. away <laughs> yeah no, I, I can certainly understand that, Bart. As fun as as fun as the lower decks crew are, I can certainly understand that. Oh dear. Um. So what are you saying, Sai? Yes, then. Uh, I wouldn't go that far. Possibly, maybe. Maybe. Okay. Because you have got the fun fact that you don't really have any any other stuff. There is a lot more. I guess you could say fun in it, but. Yeah. It's not enough, I, though, I, is it? 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, fun's one thing, but I gotta feel <laughs> yeah. safe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I said I agree with you on that advice. I'm, I'm leaning towards mortals. No. Sorry, lower deckers. Sorry. <laughs> uh, should we go on to Prodigy? Yeah, this is where we defer to Vance because neither of us have seen it. Which is okay, 2383. So for this one, we're not actually going to see what happens on Earth until the last, like, two episodes of the series. The rest of it takes place elsewhere. The crew is just a gamble of aliens that, with the exception of one, which is, uh, I forgot what his species was, um, Trog, I think was his name, uh, He's the only, he's a founding species. I remember that part, but nobody else's uh, species are a member of the, members of the Federation. Uh, the ship itself, the Prodigy, uh, went Protostar. to the future. Huh? Star. Oh, Protostar. Yeah, you're right. The Protostar <laughs> went to the future. And then in an attempt to sabotage the people who had captured uh, the protostar and the crew, Jacote sent it back through the portal or the time portal that basically that it went through on autopilot without the people who were going to go back in time and attack uh, the Federation. So the, somehow these people do manage to make it back in time and we do have we find out later more than one person from the species make it back and we don't we don't find out about the second one until later but our main person uh what was his name uh i want to say progenitor but that's not right i forgot his name the diviner the diviner yeah uh he's looking for the protostar and one of his rules on his prison asteroid with atmosphere i guess is what you call it uh is nobody can talk to each other so there's no universal translators if they find one they break it uh the only person who can talk to everybody is uh what he calls his progeny or who we know her as gwen uh which is basically just a clone of him and she speaks multiple languages so she's the only one who can talk to everybody without problems. Okay. Other than the robots. One of the main characters is a, I guess you'd call him an augment of multiple founding species of the Federation. Like he's a, he's a Sung through and through, but he's not like most of the augments that we've, meet in uh, the original series era where they're from I guess they started the third world war if I remember correctly if I'm wrong then you guys can correct me uh, but they're not con he's not a con type soon he's lost he doesn't know who he is so for most of the series he's just trying to find out who he is 
or what he is. There's a big rock person. I forget her name. And I, most of the, if, before the translators, everybody thought it was a guy. It was a girl. She's incredibly smart. Um, it's kind of hard to explain. This is a, <laughs> it's quite literally an exploration on their way home, trying to figure out how they would be able to fit into Starfleet. And as they get closer to Federation territory, they find out that there's actually a weapon on the ship that's going to destroy Starfleet. And all it takes is an open comm with another Starfleet ship. Living construct computer virus? Yes. Um, and the even if you destroyed the ship, you couldn't actually destroy that, if I remember correctly. So it was quite literally impossible to destroy. Uh, and they tried several different ways to destroy it, and it just wasn't working. Uh, at the end of the series, we do see them, or near the end of the series, we see them make contact. And I'm trying to remember, it's kind of like the the end of Picard, where uh, a whole fleet of Starfleet ships attack each other. Yeah, it's more or less like that, except for this one, they it started emitting distress signals while they're attacking each other, instead of being taken over, uh, doing the fleet formation, and then attacking. This is just like a free for all, call in more ships, attack new ships, new ship uh, gets taken over, emits its distress signal, and starts attacking as well. And the only ship not being attacked is the protostar because it's the source. So, yeah, I think the threat of this is pretty limited, isn't it? It is pretty limited. Um, once the crew of the protostar figures out, What's actually there, they try not to go back to Earth with it. So it doesn't. Yeah, so if you're living on Earth at the time, as you said, the last couple of episodes, you're probably not going to hear that much about it anyway. And so I I could see myself living in in the Prodigy era. Yeah, it would be, I think it would be safe. I mean, there's not going to be any major threats that we're going to hear about. So I think it would be, I think I would be okay there. Yeah, I would agree with that. I take it you're the same side? Yeah, I'm a bit more hesitant because I haven't seen it, but yeah. on principle, yeah. Yeah, so, well, thank you for that, Vance. As I said, it's uh, it's good to say we've got you on, you know, because I said you know about Project I said, because me and Sam, we just honestly just haven't watched it yet. But uh, no, I think on principle, by what you've kind of described, it sounds like I think it'd be a relatively safe and comfortable era to live in. So I wouldn't say no to that. Again, it's the safety of kids shows. Yeah. Same with TAS. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if I remember correctly, this did originally air on Nickelodeon in the States. Yeah, sounds about right. Um. Should we, anything more we want to say? No, not sure there is much to say. Okay, uh, Picard. <laughs> so this is uh, 23.99 to 24.02. 
well, um, yeah, I'm going to have to say no on that one. Uh, mainly season three. Yes, you that's a definite no. Um, <laughs> that's right there. Because even if even if you're because obviously obviously the Borg assimilated, I think it was like the younger generation. Well, even if that even if you're not the younger generation, well, you're still gonna be like shot at and whatnot. So it's all assimilated. So it's like yeah, yeah, no. And obviously, starships, all literally all the Starfleet ships have been infiltrated, so the defences are going to be completely obliterated. So that's a big no for me. Um, one and two of Picard, well, season two, that was all time travel, so you wouldn't have known anything about it anyway. Um, I'm not so sure about season one. Um, well, but there. Unless you were there for the first part of season one, you wouldn't have known that there was any issues. So, so yeah, world. I think, yeah, so I think that part of it may be, but I think, I think, for, at least for me and you, Vance, I don't know, I don't know what Simon's going to say. He's kept quite quiet so far, but I think season three kind of clinches it. It's just a big no for me. I think it's, that's that's. <laughs> Although, you know, if I if I did live, at least the rebuilding process would be nice and quick. So, you know, there's that. <laughs> yeah. Because they recovered miraculously quickly after was it, a year later. I was like, oh, everything's been rebuilt now. OK, great. But no, I, I, I wouldn't feel safe. At least would, I wouldn't feel safe in that era. What about you, Si? Well, you're also forgetting about the tax on Mars. So oh, you yeah. would have heard about that. There's mm-hmm. also the fact that yeah, but that took place before the series started. True. Because that's where we first learned that Data was supposedly had died. That's where we have a flashback from Picard, so I'm trying yeah. to assign it to some show because, well, it's, it's in a short trip that, again, I haven't seen. Hmm. But it's the closest thing I can assign it to where it makes sense to... Um, so there's that. So you would know about that because your friends would have died on there. Yeah. Uh, there's also the AI threat that comes through that portal at the end of one. Yeah. That's going to go and kill organic life. So that's not great either. <laughs> Granted, it got stopped, but mm. I do wonder how much that would have information would have got back to Earth. I reckon some of it. I reckon we would have heard about it. So but, yeah, yeah. The biggest threat is the Borg. Yeah, which makes me wonder what happened to the Borg from season two. Why weren't they there? Or why didn't they notice it? Other than they're just guarding this new portal that appeared. The other thing I want to know is were the point. transporters on Earth affected? They probably were. Oh, oh, yes, they would be. Unless they just specifically integrated it into the Starfleet transporters. Because if it's a Starfleet, you're going to know, but the impact's going to be less. Whereas if it's Earth, then you're going to know. Yeah. So either way, it's not great. (laughs) 
<laughs> so you say no as well then, Sai? Yeah, because I think, again, as you both said, uh, season three is a clincher, but it's a bit like, it's modern Trek, so it's probably a no. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to feel very safe. There's... Because that, that's what that's what this a lot of this new Trek likes do. Let's let's create a threat to humanity or the universe, yeah, whatever that's it is. Modern television for you, Jeremy. As I was indeed, say. indeed. But yeah, uh, so that's a no. That's a no, 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 no. Uh, yeah. Have we done it? Have we pretty much done it all. No, yeah. just one more. Just one more. Uh-huh. <laughs> Back to pretty much where we started. <laughs> And I know, and I know, I think I know what the answer is going to be for this one as well. Uh, so, Discovery Season 3, uh, the 31st century, which would be 3188 to 3193. And granted, we haven't seen Season 5 yet, but based on what we've seen in what, 3? And 4, that's going to be a no. Really? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, Federation's been completely destroyed. There's no literally no Federation in season three, so that's like great. Earth is effectively um, xenophobic, so that's going to be a definite. So probably not going to be great living Earth either. Um, yeah, so I and obviously and even even in season four, even though it wasn't intentional. On their part, you've got obviously the whole thing with the 10C. Obviously, that planet's being destroyed again, even though it wasn't intentional. That still caused a that's still a big dangerous thing, and we would have heard about it. And uh, as citizens, we would have heard about it. So, yeah. Well, well, then the in the finale, they're evacuating Earth, aren't they? They're evacuating yeah, yeah, space um, dock. Yeah, um, yeah, they were Tilly. they were evacuating everywhere just in case they couldn't stop it. Exactly. So that in itself is kind of even that's just enough of a well, not going to feel very safe. We've got to evacuate. So, yeah, for me, discovery future definitely no. <laughs> Again, not maybe not the worst one, but not not great either. Yeah, so. it's not. I forgot they evacuated Earth, uh, but <laughs> quite a I mean, knowledge that it was going to be blown up. Earth was safe. They were isolated, which turned them xenophobic. Mm. Um, but it was safe. And mm. the appearance yeah. of discovery and letting them know that they're not alone. In fact, the people from Jupiter, while they've been attacking, have been trying to make contact for the last however many or ever since the mean, from a technological standpoint, technologically advanced and medical, absolutely. I mean, that's top-notch stuff. I mean, yeah, fair enough. I mean, 31st century. My point Brilliant. is, it's a, it's a double-edged sword. It's a, yeah, it is yeah, a it double-edged is a sword, but but I think I'm leaning more towards no. I think just because oh. of I said no federation at least at season three, threatening ten C, and just how the way Earth is, particularly I said xenophobic. It's just like no, wouldn't want to live there. So, I, I'm kind of leaning towards maybe. Fair enough. No, I can I can see I why, Vance. The technology there is so far advanced that you know, if it we were to see something like that here now, we'd think it would be magic. Yeah, and I suppose if and, you think, oh, sorry, go on. Uh, again, I come back to yes, Earth was isolated, and they were 
leaning towards xenophobia, but it was safe. Mm. And yes, it did. I mean, the, the burn created a lot of problems for everybody, not just Earth. And there became a lot of isolationists because of it. And, and I suppose, in a way, you could kind of argue for for Disco 3 onwards, because Discovery did appear, and they did start rebuilding the Federation, so you've got that symbol of hope, in a way. So I can, underst- I can understand why you would lean towards uh, maybe or yes on that, Vance. Yeah, because, I mean, at the end of se- Season 4, we do see them working on the spore drives uh, that can be changed from one ship to another. Uh, got the spore drivers, well, even if it's kind of a... Um, well, Discovery point. was the only ship that had the spore drive. Yeah, but even even if that has a concept, just like what? But yeah, yeah, it is, it is a brilliant technological leap forward, yeah. Yeah, uh, and being able to integrate it into any ship was, you know, even a bigger, even uh, an even bigger advancement, where before it had to be built around the ship and the pilot. What about you, Mr. Simon? Uh, I'm I'm siding with Jamie. <laughs> I can't figure out you alone on that one. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of the reasons I've said, so. Because throughout all their technical advances, they didn't see the 10C coming. No. And they had to go through all of season four to stop, make them stop. Yeah, the, um, what was it, they called it again, the Dark Matter Nebula, whatever it was called? DMA. DMA, that's it, yeah. DMA, that's it. So yeah, you can kind of... The sea coming was because they were t- uh, working outside of the galactic barrier, which this is actually the first time since the pilot episode of the original series that when we... Man has gone before. Yeah, where we actually have mention of the galactic barrier again. Which is pretty... Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, but no, I yeah. So, but that's, that's interesting, but so I can. I mean, I think me and Simon can definitely understand why you would say yes. So, as it's, as you know, it's, it's, it's said, as you said, so it's a bit of a double-edged sword, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So, uh, I think this. I think that's it. I think we've been through each one. Yep, and we've got. New ser- or new uh, yeah new seasons of Strange New Worlds coming out. Uh, Prodigy is coming out. Have we heard anything on Lower Decks? Uh, not that I know of, but I'm I'm guessing. I think we are getting, getting one, yeah. Getting season four, but it's, based well, on we've got writer strike at the moment, so everything's been delayed, and obviously we've got Discovery yeah. coming out soonish. But yeah, okay, they're coming. Yeah. So it's I think it now just comes down to what era would we want to live in? What would be our what would be our ideal one? Oh, <laughs> good ones to choose from this time. Yeah, do you, I want mean, me to, do you want me to say what we kind of all jointly said? We said Strange New Worlds, TAS, TAS, the original series films, TNG and the TNG films are the ones that we all at least agree agreed on. Hmm. We did all agree on those. With the yeah. few here and there that we all independently chose. Yeah, I think. I mean, I, I, I think for me, I'm not going to go with what I did last time. 
Um, primarily, I know it's not much, but he said you do have the ball threat there, and they are a big threat. So I think, mm, I think I'm leaning towards either SNW or probably TOSTAS. I think I'm more leaning more towards one of those, one of those two, for me. Because I know obviously not with the later is like TMG onwards. I know you've got more, more advanced, obviously technology and obviously medical. But I think like the sort of SNW and TOS here, I, I, I would just feel more safer. And even at that, even in the twenty third century, I would still, I think I would feel pretty safe. And I still think the advances are still pretty good, even if they're not going to be top notch, top notch. So I'm probably going to go with, I'd say probably TOS and TAS, I think. I think I'd go with that. So you're more aligning what Phil went with last time? Yeah, yeah. Interesting, because that's a bit of a change, because last time you went for next gen. Mm. Yeah, I think I think also it's the fact that, because obviously it's the ball, because obviously I know TNG, you know, but with Picard, it's kind of like well, the Borg are just like they've, they've all the Borg have always been there. They've always been a threat to the Federation, and it's and particularly with Picard, it's just kind of like oh my god, that's just increased exponentially. And it's just yeah. Uh, so I think for me, it's TOS. It's, I think that's what I'm going to go with TOS TAS. Fair enough. The safety of kids to cartoons. <laughs> um, I'm gonna. I'm going to go a little bit out on the on the double-edged sword and just kind of try to balance. Uh, I'm going to go with the latter end of Discovery. Ah, that's cool. Because we're going to have, I mean, yes, there were dangers, but there's always some danger somewhere. Mm, good point. Here we are also seeing the reformation of the Federation, so there's hope again. Mm. And rediscovery, so... I think that's where I'm gonna I'm gonna try to yeah, park yourself. Yes. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, what about you, Mister? What about you, Sire? Can I do what I usually do at this point? Ask you to guess, Jamie. Uh, well, you said last time was what TNG films, isn't it? Yeah, that's where I was last time. I honestly considered doing it again. I thought about sticking. I'm not, I don't think. Ah, right, okay. So uh, Oh, what are you gonna go with then? Okay, that's interesting. So I think I've got an answer as you're working yours out, it kinda of gave me a minute to gonna go, actually I know where I'm going. But you and you want me to guess, yeah? Yes. Because when don't I? <laughs> when don't you? You can join me if you want, Vice. I don't mind. You can try to guess Simon's. Uh, Would think, it be? Go on. I was going to say, I'm thinking he's probably going to go somewhere uh, in next gen. You, you, you're warm. You're warm. Ooh. It's in that vein. Okay. So, yeah. in that vein. Mm. TNG, TNG films. Would it be Lower Decks? Yes. <laughs> ah, lower decks. Oh, okay. the, safe, the safety of cartoons. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. I can't believe I actually guessed that. I think. I think the, yeah. Because 
you've got the Packlets, but they're really a threat for Starfleet. If you're not in Starfleet, you're on Earth, you don't really know much about it, and you're in a cartoon, so nothing could possibly go wrong. <laughs> True. And it, it's got that fun quirk to it. So you've got kind of, um, you know, the whole thing of like uh, Zafran Cochrane like world, and you've got all that sort of thing. And that was that was pretty awesome, actually. Yep. Um, you've got like um, station ops and stuff like that. So I think it would be just a fun environment where kind of cues silly and yeah, I say same logic as Jamie's. Kind of you can't go wrong with um, cartoon, cartoon world safety and and then there's no threat of Borg or scimitars coming your way. Yeah, no. so I would go for lower decks just yeah, for a bit well, of a change. The, the, the only threat with lower decks with the Borg would be Borg's obsession with getting that, getting a hundred percent on the uh, Borg encounter <laughs> for the uh, was it um, that training thing, wasn't it? Oh yeah, the only <laughs> time I remember the Borg was uh, <laughs> that uh, simulator trying to where he got a hundred percent. Yeah, that was so funny. That was. Just kept repeating it over and over, didn't they? Uh, but yeah, um, so that's it. Our final I, choices. I think you've got the fair spectrum as well with that. You've got early days of the timeline, you've got the middle, and then you've got the far, 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 far future. <laughs> well, I gotta be different somewhere. <laughs> yep, so I've picked TOSTIS. Jamie, we're gonna have to watch out for a message from, well, I'll probably end up with the message, but a message from Vance at the end of season five as he's going. Well, told you. I told you it'll work out fine. It's a really good <laughs> yeah, thing, like end of, end of fives. They're all just kind of sitting back on like deck chairs, going, "Isn't this lovely?" Because because it's discovery. They're going to sit there and go, "See, aren't we brilliant? Look, isn't, see, this is the world we've created." Bye, well, actually, guys. Let's well, send actually, the... well, actually, I've got more of an image of Michael Langen in a deck chair and everyone just like fanning her or something because she always saves the bloody day. So, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so i look forward to that message france because no doubt you will see me one going see that's why you should have gone for my choice so yeah i, I know i know i know but this is though i just and, there, and had i not had the the formation of the new hope of the federation being reformed and you know coming out of the xenophobia I think, you know, I probably would have went with the original series uh, era as well. Mm. Uh, I, I still can't do Lower Decks people, though. I mean, it's a fun <laughs> show, but that crew's dangerous. <laughs> yeah. So, in the end, I've gone for TOS, TAS, 22nd century. Simon's gone for Lower Decks, which is uh, late 24th century. And Vance has gone for Discovery Season 3 onwards, which is 31st century. Yep. So yeah, the whole spectrum covered. Indeed. So yeah, um, I, I'm amazed. That's, I think that's ninth anniversary done, Jamie. Yeah, and it we it, it didn't even it, take as long as we thought it was going to either. No, it was longer than I think it was longer than our first when we did it back in the day, but not by much. So we, I think we pretty much flew through that. I say so most of it is like no because of well obviously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, the no obviously kind of sped things along. <laughs> I do want to hear what you guys think of Prodigy after you watch it. 
Mm. We, we well, do have a friend that's been kind of on our backs since day one going, you so need to watch it. Watch and it's it. like, I, I know, but how? Well, here's a quick question for you guys. What would be, the, what do you think would be the area you would, most definitely would not want to live in? Just like the worst one. Um, the worst one? Yeah, like just wouldn't go there, even to visit. You wouldn't just go there, you'd just go nowhere near it. DS9. <laughs> I <laughs> is a series, but I don't want to live in that era. Would you say the same, Si? Uh, it, that's a tough one to ask, because it's kind of, you've got DMA flying around that can knock out a whole system in blink of an eye. <laughs> it does that more than just one system. Yeah. You've got Discovery, where you've got, like, Klingon War on your doorstep. Mm-hmm. And Voyager, where you've got literally no help at all from anywhere, so, you know. Uh, I don't know, because it's just like, they're all bad. So they're all bad. But yeah, fair enough. No, I just thought I'd keep doing that. But uh, yeah, we... Yeah, um, yeah I think... I think we've, we've done it. We've I done it, we've Jamie. Finished. We've finished. You didn't say where you didn't want to be. Oh, that's, ooh, yeah. I, should, I should really come up with an answer for that because I'm the one that yeah, actually posed the quick. Yeah. <laughs> oh, blimey. Uh, I'd say, yeah, I'd say either Voyager or DS9. Because I mean, at least with Disco, yes, okay, you've got that, but at least you've got that hope there. We, I mean, during the Dominion War, it just didn't feel like it was literally any hope. So, yeah, I'd say either Voyager or probably DS9. One of those two. I can't pick definitively. But one of those two, I'd say. Yeah. Can the, we? The lack of support kind of creates a, a no hope situation. Mm. So was that so? Can we not do this again? Because it's a it's pain to do. <laughs> uh, and a year later, <laughs> yes, yeah, so like we're doing this again. That are going to be coming out. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. But yeah, we hope you guys have enjoyed uh, listening to this episode. Um, thank you very much, Vance, for coming on. Oh, always a pleasure. Yeah. Um, is there anything more we want to say about anything at all? No, my internet's crap still. Okay. <laughs> at least it's only like two minute intervals where I drop off, but it's still annoying. Yeah. Okay. Well, on on that note, before Simon's <laughs> internet cuts out again, uh, we hope you guys have enjoyed listening, and we'll be back again soon for another episode. Bye. Bye. Bye.